All right, here's uh, Captain Obvious. You married someone who is very different from you. In many ways, though, God designed it that way. I know Jim Daly has said that time and again. He's made it so that we can complement each other and help each other grow. And sometimes those differences are really irritating, and other times they're pretty serious. I'm John Fuller in the studio with uh, Erin Smalley. She's a professional counselor uh, married to Greg Smalley, who heads up our marriage team. Greg is out of the studio today, but Erin is stepping up to the challenge. Uh, Let's go ahead and kick off this episode with a conversation, a pretty fun one, that Jim Daly and I had with Melanie Shankle, who wrote a book called The Antelope in the Living Room. And here she is explaining to us the rather humorous story behind that book title. Melanie, it's great to have you back at Focus on the Family. Thank you. It's great to be here. Okay, let's start right there. I mean, the whole thing about the antelope in the living room. I'm assuming uh, that's a a stuffed antelope head, but what's going on with that title? You are correct. You're correct. My husband, my sweet husband, is a hunter and loves to hunt. And we've had deer heads in our living room, which I'm <laughs> fine with. I mean, we, we have. I it mean, sounds a little odd. <laughs> Many women would not be fine well, with Well, but, you know, we're in Texas, and that's part of it. And I knew it when I married him. It was part of the deal. And so we've mm-hmm. had those things. But there was a time I was out of town, and I knew he had gone on this hunt months before and, and shot a Nilgai antelope, um, which a Nilgai antelope, if you, I'm going to give you a picture in your head, kind of looks like a huge cow with horns is what it looks like. It, <laughs> I've seen a cow with horns yeah, before, well, it, but they go up in the air. They kind of go up, up in the air, out. but straight up. It's it's not the prettiest thing you'll ever see. That's what I'm going to tell you. A Nilgai <laughs> antelope. You can look it up on Google. But it, um, he had shot one. Well, I never thought to ask, what did you do with it or whatever. I knew that we ate the meat because that's what we do, eat what he shoots. And so I knew that we had done that. Well, I had gone on a trip right before Thanksgiving with some girlfriends. And when I got home that day, I walked into the house and there was, I can't even describe it to you, a huge Nilgai antelope head hanging right next to my front door in my living room. It looked like the thing had been running down the block and crashed through (laughs) the front of our house. It was, there it was. It was was that big. It kind of looked like a cow with horns. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard. They looked like a cow with, it was enormous. I can't even tell you how big this thing is. I mean, it's like a 2,000 pound animal. So I got to ask you, all of a sudden, were you happy or sad? No, I looked at him and I said, I don't understand why you hate our house and why you would do that. And I I don't understand. Like we live in a small little cottage house. We don't live in some big ranch house that lends itself to big animals hanging on the wall. I mean, this thing was a monstrosity. And so I said, I, I, I don't even know what to do. Well, he was angry, and so I laughed because it really was one of those moments that ended with us really not speaking to each other for like two days. So and he, I thought, he's got this trophy that, that shows— That he's so he, proud yes. of that I hate mm. and I don't want in our living room. And I thought, this is one of those things, and that's when I thought, if I ever write a book on marriage, I'm going to call it the antelope in the living room because oh, these are good. the proverbial antelopes in the living room and the literal antelopes in the living room that um, caused some friction and tension in marriage. Well, i got to ask the question then. Is it still hanging in the living room? Well, oh, I will yeah. tell you, it did for a long time. It did for a long time. Wait, that... Does that mean a few weeks or a few years? No, no, a few years. Okay, a few... That Christmas, it loomed over our Christmas tree. <laughs> you can hang decorations from this well, horn. 
wore it. I, it had, it wore well. It. it wore a Santa hat. It's it, functional. Yeah, it yeah. wore a Santa hat and a Rudolph's nose. I mean, it, it was dressed up. <laughs> but every time I would walk in the living room, because this the way this thing loomed, I would be like, and lo, an antelope of the Lord appeared <laughs> because it just <laughs> it just hovered. But the good news is, is about six months ago we redid my daughter's playroom. And we kind of made it into her little game room. And she said the magic words that never would have worked for me. She said, Daddy, I would really like to have that antelope in my playroom. Oh, my, oh my goodness. goodness. And so now, Oh, she's Daddy's girl. Oh, so now the no antelope doubt. is in the playroom. How much did you pay so, her? I did no not kidding. a dime. She wanted it. You would it. speak to it. her in her sleep. <laughs> I you would. want the antelope <laughs> head in your room. So I can tell. <laughs> that is. It's the subconscious messages oh. paid off. Well, what a so. delightful daughter you must have. <laughs> yes. I'm forever indebted. I'm forever (laughs) indebted. Well, Aaron, that is such a funny story that Melanie shared about finding the antelope mounted on the wall. It's such a metaphor. I mean, how do you encourage couples to have fun with differences that could really irritate um, and, and to have fun that doesn't have fun at the expense of the other person? Yeah, and that's key. I'm learning that, yes. (laughs) That is key because sarcasm or criticism isn't going to go well, especially around differences. But it's all on how you see it, John. And it's looking at that we're different, and that's a good thing. It's not about the differences. It's about how we manage those differences. And so often when I'm sitting with a couple, I will point out, gosh, what a fabulous balance you have. Typically, a common scenario is around parenting. One parent will be super soft and gentle and the other (laughs) parent is just a hardcore, you know, strict and rule oriented. And it's interesting because Greg and I are a little bit of both, but so often they'll come in and be like, she's such a pushover and he's such a rule, you know, on and on and really looking at what a great balance, Mm. but we're all in the process of growth. It's being aware of what are we bringing to the table. Any characteristic that we have out of balance becomes a weakness. And so just being aware of this is my typical go-to and making sure that we're in balance and that we're growing. That's the exciting thing. Yeah. And that we bring it brings balance to our marriage. Okay, so let's let's just pretend my wife Dina is here and she says, Yeah, but Aaron his differences are becoming more pronounced. Those differences that we have are really being pretty significant at times. Yeah. I would I would question, is it having a negative impact on you or your marriage? Um, and if, is that characteristic is growing? Is it out of balance? So thus, is it a big deal? Is it a little deal? Is it worth addressing? Is it something that is against God's law or your preference? Mm. And so it's just weighing all those things out and having a safe conversation versus bringing it up in the moment that you are displaying that ever so endearing characteristic. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we've talked about Hope Restored in the past, and there is a great perspective that you've shared I'm pretty sure here on on uh, this podcast, but go ahead and just talk about my yard, your yard, because this is <laughs> this is where the differences really come to bear. It's sort of like, well, is it in my yard 
Uh-huh. Or is it in your yard to deal with? Yes. So we, we have separate yards, and each individual has their own yard. Often we want to visit our neighbor's yard, <laughs> our closest neighbor or our spouse. And see what they're doing wrong. Yeah, or, and, yeah, and point out, you know, I don't like that. And a matter of fact, those rocks you just put down in your yard, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring some sod over, and I'm going to help you put some grass in. And, of course, the person is going, get out of my yard. This is my territory. However, in the center is this center circle where you engage with each other, Mm -hmm. shared space. I call it the playground. And so you come into the playground, if there's something that you're bringing from your individual yard into the playground, and it's having a negative impact on either one of you, Hmm. or the overall safety in the relationship, well, then it's probably worth addressing it. And just letting your spouse know, hey, when you come into our shared space, and if you're being critical, or if you're being, you know, loud, if you're being sarcastic, that impacts me. And that causes me to want to retreat and stay in my own individual yard. Hmm. And just letting you know, gosh, I would love to request, you can't, you have no control, but you absolutely have influence and requesting can be met with a yes or a no. I'd like to request that you soften your tone. When you share something with me. Can you me. help me by softening your tone? Yes. How about that? Perfect. Okay. Perfect. Well, along the way here, we've talked about a lot of different things. Uh, certainly, uh, Focus on the Family is here to help if you feel like, uh, it's not working. It's I'm, I'm trying. I'm in the playground, and I'm trying to say to my spouse, please, but it's not, it's not being heard. If sarcasm is... Uh, defining the communication you have, if it's not fun, if those differences are really a major issue, reach out to us. We have a caring uh, team of Christian counselors, and we'd be happy to set up an initial phone consultation. It's free. They'll call you back. They'll talk through kind of what's going on, give you some insights, and point you to resources, and even somebody in your own area for ongoing counseling if you think that might be of help. We also, of course, have the book by Melanie Shankle, The Antelope in the Living Room, which, on a lighter note, is full of great stories and some pretty funny um, insights by Melanie. So uh, make a donation to the ministry if you can to support the work of the counseling team and these uh, great podcasts, all the resources we offer. When you join the support team, we'll send Melanie's book to you, The Antelope in the Living Room. And then please remember uh, to schedule a time with one of those counselors if we can be of service to you. All the details are in the show notes. We'll hear more from Melanie next time about appreciating the differences in your spouse. For now, on behalf of the Smallies and the entire team here, I'm John Fuller, and thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast.